0: This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a sex drive email and moms are on Facebook going wild. Also, Dave Matthews Band in Trouble. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I got to tell you, you got to keep doing it. It doesn't just end here. You got to pay the piper. This podcast costs money. You know what it costs? You taking a screenshot of you listening and putting it as your Instagram story. I'll take one Instagram story, please. Papa JT, pay me my money. Throw it on your Instagram story. Let people know what you're listening to. Let people know. Don't be embarrassed. Take that big feather out of the closet. I'll present my nuts. And you just take the feather and just... Lightly stroke from bottom of shaft to beginning of anus. I think the beginning of the anus is from the bottom, is from the back, I go from the back to the, to the. I think the beginning of the anus is where I start wiping from. Does that make sense? I think it makes some sense. So you're going to go from bottom of shaft with that feather to the beginning of my anus, and you're going to throw it on your Instagram stories. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, and get some feather hats. The, the feather hats, they're cool. They're a conversation starter. And I, when I put them out there, I was like, I wanted to do something subtle. And then I just realized someone told me that it was... A, <laughs> I realized it's not so subtle after now that the people are receiving their feather hats. Because um, this girl wrote me, she's like, I love the hat. But someone asked me, like, what's the feather mean? And then she has to explain it's about you know, tickling a nuts of a guy who does a podcast. And I realize it's not so subtle anymore. <laughs> you know, now you got to have a conversation about how the feather represents that you're tickling a, a man's balls that you've never met, but you listen to on a daily basis. So thank you. Get on merch table. I got it on my, it's on my Instagram stories. If you go to my highlights, you can find the link. Um, also, I got some shows, people. You want to come see? That's another way to pay me for this free entertainment is come to a show right now. If you're listening to this, I'm at the Borgata in Atlantic city. I will be at wisecrackers, Mohegan sun, Poconos, June 1st and 2nd. I'll be at the comedy cellar in Las Vegas, June 20th through 25th. Hey, if you can make a trip, make that trip. I'll be out there. We'll be partying. We'll be hanging comedy cellar, Vegas, new club, new vibe, the same old story. Lots of laughs from the Wizard of Haas. Going to be Atlanta, June, uh, July 14th. Atlanta, those—that's one we got to sell out. July 14th, Denver Comedy Works, Monday the 23rd. They gave your boy Papa JT a Monday. They were like, "Ah, we don't know you, uh, so we'll throw you—we'll throw you a bone with that Monday spot. So if you don't come, guess who's not coming back to Denver? The Wizard of Haas. He's done. So come to Denver, the 23rd. San Antonio. Uh, I just found out yesterday I'm there from Wednesday the 1st to the 6th. That Wednesday show. Charlotte, 15th of August. Zany's Nashville, the 22nd of August, 23rd. We're doing a stand-up show and a live podcast. So if you're in Nashville, and that's what I'll read for now. So you got to come. This is uh, people are taking chances Monday nights. <laughs> they don't know how many waitstaff to bring. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big part. That's what you learn is that a lot of these things are based upon do we need three or four wait- waiters and waitresses? What mm-hmm. do we need? And they need to know. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, she's back. Super excited to have her. Uh, Corinne Fisher, thank you for coming on.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. That was great. I mean, I learned so much in that intro. Right? I had no idea about the ball tickling. You
0: didn't know about the feathering?
1: I, yeah, I, somehow that slipped. I get, maybe I, I it's a repressed memory. Yeah, perhaps, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I understand that. Yeah,
1: but the I, put, hats. I put it on my Instagram story while you, you, you were telling people to put it on their Instagram story. So it's on mine right now. You
0: paid your price. I did. You paid the piper.
1: I paid, and then also I'm going to be the guest. So I, I feel had, like I, du- I double dutyed this week. Well,
0: now I owe you. <laughs> you know, now we got to, now people have to follow you if they don't already. <laughs> right. They got to get involved with Corinne Fisher. You know her from Guys We Fucked, which is the super popular podcast. Mm-hmm. Um also she's got a new podcast mm-hmm. and you and I are in that famed double podcast group.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Nothing makes you sound like more of a loser in 2018. <laughs> Than when you're like, yeah, I got two podcasts.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, we, we had successful first ones. I know. It's not because it, it, it just sounds
0: bad. If I someone know. doesn't know either of them, they're like,
1: right. wow,
0: you got too much time. Who wants to listen to what you fucking have to say?
1: Right. And to that, <laughs> I say a lot of 22-year-old girls, <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly. <laughs> sure.
0: And they come to you.
1: Yeah. So yeah. To
0: the new podcast, and we had Rosebud Baker on before. She was a great guest. And we, we had her on right when it came out. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know what it was going to be. You we were called, doing all the hottest press. We're, you were out <laughs> on the press tour. And it's called Two Less Lonely Girls. And it is a Justin Bieber appreciation podcast.
1: Yeah, It's an, an, an ironic uh, salute to Justin Bieber. But we also talk about kind of like the larger monster that is celebrity. And we use Justin as a bouncing off point for it.
0: That's a great idea. I love that because I think, you know, with. As as two people with two podcasts would know, (laughs) the podcast game has changed. You gotta have some sort of hook. You gotta have you know a theme. You gotta have something that gets people in because it's like you know now there's this huge library and it's like you know what do I want to go? What section do I want to go? Culture, comedy, Justin Bieber. You know where am I gonna go?
1: You gotta scratch the itches that need to be scratched. You gotta answer the unanswered questions. Yep. And uh, I feel like we're doing that, and a lot of people have listened to it and been like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about Justin Bieber, but somehow I'm now invested in his life.
0: That, I love that sell because you're right. This is a, you know these podcasts become something other than now they start. Yeah, always. Yeah, like. Guys, we fucked. Did you imagine what you'd be talking about today when you first started? Oh,
1: God, no. I thought I was going to talk about Bonin, and now it's just, you know, a lot of rape. So. <laughs> now it's all rape. Took a bit of a plunge. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's devolved, so yeah. to speak. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, more important, but then I just get sad a it's lot. A- <laughs> do you do? Oh, my God. I-, I literally have to go to therapy. I've never gone to therapy my whole life because mm. I'm, like, one of the few comics who had like, a normal upbringing. Sure. And, uh... Yeah, like I feel like a deep. T- I'm like literally in the process of finding a therapist to deal with, like, d- reading about rape every. So is day. that
0: a lot of people are sending you stuff about that for
1: years, long before the Me Too movement? Every every day, I get at least one email from someone who was raped or sexually assaulted every uh, day, every day. I mean, and it's, gra- you, and it's graphic.
0: I'm sure because they trust you.
1: Right and I, yeah, it's they it's, trust
0: you with their stories, whew. and that's a t- you know that's gotta feel. You know, nice that you have people that want to come to you, but at the same time, you're like you're taking on their burden. You well, know? it's taking more like I memory. feel
1: sad that they, the only person they felt comfortable telling was this like podcast host that they met, never met. That's the issue there. We live in a society where, sure. like, you don't feel comfortable telling like your friends or your family. Certainly not. Yeah. The police. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we
0: get a lot of emails here. We're going to get into the emails in a second. But that's kind of like we're, you know, we're ghosts to these yeah. people. It's, yeah. it's like uh, and I have people that will email and at the end of their email, they'll they'll write. I even feel better now for having written.
1: This. Oh, yeah. It's super cathartic writing an email. It's that post secret thing. It's like you just need to get it out of your system mm. somehow.
0: It's interesting. I mean, well, to make it lighter, though. I know. I was like,
1: I don't know if Jay trains really into rape. I, I mean, rape. I'll talk, well,
0: <laughs> I like to say the word rape as many times as I can in the first 10 minutes of a podcast. That's my normal. That's what you get a, when
1: you invite me I, on, Jared.
0: I, I didn't. I, I forgot about my 30 my 30 times of saying rape <laughs> policy For every time you come onto a podcast <laughs> I forgot that was part of the deal um, oh, I know, well, during these times inter- I think yeah. it's just interesting now You know, both of us, people send us You know, th- we've had serious emails on this podcast You know, things get serious, right, Shelby? We have a, even a, a noise for it You know?
1: <laughs> Shelby's trying Shelby's to find quick. it It's been so long <laughs> since you used
0: it That is not the noise <laughs> <laughs> Played the high school email. Now it's pedophilia. I don't even know. We're off the rails. I, I, that's when Is that Law and Order? Yeah, when something gets serious. I mean, we get serious
1: emails, so I know... It's good to always play a sound effect when someone's in, like, trusting you. Well, that, we
0: try to lighten it up. We're trying to let people know, like, listen, we're here for your problems, but, you know... You know, bitches got to laugh too. Keep it interesting. Yeah, listen, this is a free podcast. They, I just got paid in, in Instagram stories. So, right, right, right. You know, they paid good Instagram stories for these. So, listen, go <laughs> follow Corinne Fisher and get involved with the podcast. Two less lonely girls, her and Rosebud. It's hilarious. It's fun. That that yeah. Let's play the.
1: Let's read the rape one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, my career is gonna be over after this I... appearance anyway.
0: Corinne, I write you right now to tell you about the most horrible moment of my life. Right. (laughs) Hey, we're here with another rape email.
1: Oh, my God. We're going to (laughs) start doing this on our podcast. You should
0: start playing
1: this music. I feel better already.
0: He wouldn't go. He kept forcing himself on me.
1: (laughs) How do I make other people's rapes about me and Uh, also humorous? Right.
0: This is what... This is what it's all about. Nice. Let's do some emails. You ready?
1: Oh, I'm so I, ready. Whatever even, Whatever will make that stop.
0: What I, I don't even know what emails we're going to get to, but we're going to get to some. Okay. I, I mean, this is maybe on the subject. Girlfriend
1: won't stop crushing my balls. It's, you said that's on the subject of rape? Maybe she's,
0: this is what? how she crushes his
1: balls? Do I don't you know. know. Do you know what rape is?
0: Isn't it, maybe I don't. Apparently I don't.
1: Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Isn't it when a girl
0: grabs your balls and you know holds them real tight? No? I mean,
1: that's sexual assault if you didn't like it. Yeah, well we're gonna find maybe she didn't it. like it. Maybe this guy didn't
0: like it. Hello, Papa JT, big fan, feather feather, keep it up. I've been dating my girlfriend for two years now, and in the last year her sex drive has gone way down. Mm-hmm. I've talked to her about it, and she says she'd be so maybe he's being raped reverse. Okay. That could have came off real well. I don't know. <laughs> we we're here to kid. Uh, I've I've talked to her about it and she said she'd be fine with having sex only twice a week oof anytime sex gets scheduled like that the the game is over the two times a week
1: isn't even the bad part it's the scheduling part I don't think two times a week is that terrible
0: you should only know you're having sex two times a week in the when you're looking back,
1: when it's Sunday night. Oh, we had sex twice this week. Twice, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to make her feel sexy by sending flirty texts before we go on a date, and reinforcing it when we're in person. But it's just uh, like we—it's uh, just like if we have—it's just luck if we have sex that night reinforcing it when we're in person, but it's just luck if we have sex that night. I'm starting to get frustrated because she won't in, intimate, uh, be, get intimate with me, and I'm afraid in another year from now it's going to be even worse, uh, even more scarce. Okay. I don't know why this email, it's tough for me to read. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I saw you struggling.
0: I'm really struggling with the words. He, it feels like he's using words he would never use in the conversation. You okay. know, my brother does that a lot. He'll. I'll, I always make fun of him. He'll be like, indubitably, illustriously. There's like a utilize
1: in there. Yeah.
0: The, like it, like from now on, if, I, I'm afraid in another year from now, it's going to be even more scarce. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, you know, like, you know, Goods. It, feel, on, it on the feels market. a little what Renaissance
1: fair to yeah. me.
0: Is it normal for your girlfriend's sex drive to be this low, this early, and is this a sign to get out now? Best regards, Blue Balls. What do you think, Corinne? Uh,
1: well, I mean, it's, the sex is usually the first thing to go when a relationship is about to end. Like there mm. are reasons why it can uh, ebb a little bit during. Like she, if she's depressed or stressed out, like sure. I don't know if she's someone who suffers from depression, or sometimes like if people are still like in like college or something and they have finals and they're just like really mm-hmm. stressed out about that. Those are instances I've heard. But overall, usually it just means that she's not as attracted to you anymore. <laughs> you think it's
0: not as attracted to you anymore?
1: That's yeah, a that's, that's a hit to the gut. But that's but that's what that, that's the start of uh, the end of a relationship. What's the uh, a lot of times the first thing to go is like you're just not into that person anymore. Yeah and that includes sexually. It doesn't mean you got any less sexy, but you also could have like take a look in the mirror like did you like and it's fucked up cuz like did you gain a lot of weight? Did you? Mm-hmm. And it's this is shit that's happened to me too. Like I've gained 15 pounds in the past year. I'm like, do I think that was like part? <laughs> 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 and like do I think that was like part of the reason that my relationship was broken? <laughs> I think so a little from bit. his
0: end, or do you think like <laughs>
1: he never he never said it, but I feel like you know there was a certain like level of like disappointment, and I was like not because i was i saw I was like cleaning on my phone, I saw pictures of me when we started dating, and I was like I was like very thin
0: well well, do you think part of that is <clears throat> you like like it could happen from the other side where someone puts on weight because and it makes them not into the other person. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, it could also, like, I also felt. Like,
0: you weren't into it, so you put on weight because you're like, well, I don't even care about this person Right, I mean, there's to, relationship
1: you know- weight, and then there, there's all, you can also think, like, oh, I gained weight, and so I feel less comfortable in my own skin. Yes. Those are all things that did happen. Sure. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, that's that's something for him to look at with his partner. Like, maybe he's gained weight, maybe she has, because she's unhappy.
1: Two years is like, for me, one of those check-in points. You know, like there's a seven-year itch, but then I think two years, because I I have a lot of relationships that last two years, Mm. so there is something about that time. Like, I feel like I could get get through a year with almost anyone, truly. Yeah, that's I could. I know what you mean. But like, two years is like, okay, you're starting to, this is serious, I've actually made a a really serious commitment of time.
0: He says in the last year, her sex drive has gone way down. I, I think... Uh, what this guy needs to do, he's trying.
1: Yeah, he that's is. The that, and that's the other thing. Like, great. and that's
0: great. What I would do if I were him, you take. He. This is. I think you're right. I think it's ending.
1: Yeah. I think. This and especially is, if it's because like, usually there's like a lot of times there is like a full year when you're like, is this
2: over?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and it's like wondering like, it, it, some people stay in relationship out of fear that they can't find anyone else, and other people stay in relationships because they're like, this is pretty good. You know, the devil that
1: you know is better than the devil that you don't know. Yeah,
0: and and they're like, well, you know, this is what people do because we don't talk about our relationships. We, you know, it's it's only now, like you know, you don't want to like whenever there's like a murder. And then they go I to I love the, where this is going. Well, they go to the neighbor, and uh-huh. the neighbor's always like, You seem like a good guy. Right. It's because we don't fucking talk to each other in that way. We go, how's the weather, Bob? How's uh-huh. that? you know, and we go, how's day? And you know, it all is well and ends well. And then you go in your fucking house and you go be a maniac with the person that allowed you to be a maniac with them.
1: So, so writer, you might um break up or you might get murdered.
0: One or the other. <laughs> we don't know. But what I'm saying is this guy thinks that his relationship, he's dealing with everyday normal things. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on in the house next door, so we just assume it's the same as us. Right. So this guy is probably like, she's nice, I'm nice, we're a good couple. What you know? Am I weird for even thinking this sex thing is a thing? It's a thing, buddy. Yeah. You got to And what I would do is, here's when you have the best conversations. And I've said this a lot. You, next time you guys have sex on your, you know, your scheduled fucking 5 p.m. meeting, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: after the sex, you lie down, you go down on her. Mm -hmm. And you you go down on her, have sex. Oh, I was like,
1: please, yeah, I was like, go down first. Go down first. Yeah.
0: Actually, go down first while you're down there. You know, poke your head up and be like, are you into this? What? Just say it. What? Just to say why?
1: I would kick someone in the face if they did that. Well,
0: I because sometimes I'm sure he's going down on her and she's just like, "Yeah, let's get it over with." She's looking at her watch. But and that shit. sounds
1: cunty. Are you into this wall and being eaten out? Why not?
0: Well, just like get sexy, like get talking during the eat out.
1: Uh. Yeah. I would do a oh my god.
0: No, but this opens up because you're are already you gonna, naked. <laughs> you're in an intimate spot with each other.
1: I have to go through an act out? No, this is my <laughs> this me too. My, this is my meet you moment. This is terrible.
0: But you're in the middle of it. <laughs> oh. And I think that's when you're most like all your clothes are off, you're naked, she's naked. You're the most vulnerable you could be.
1: Do you hear what you're explaining right now? Wait till she's vulnerable. He's vulnerable too! And ask her. Him too. Are you into this? <laughs>
0: Not in that way, and but just like I would do, like just like, hey, I don't know, I think like during like <laughs> intimate moments is like a time a good time to talk. Like I think it's a good time to like be like, hey, I'm like, I'm feeling this. This is so hot for me. I I you're feeling this, right? Like I would get into the conversation, like I always tell girls like after sex is when like during the ball playing period. Play with the guy's balls when his dick is the smallest and start talking it out. <laughs> like, I think this guy's got to talk about oh it. My like, Because his sex is so
1: planned.
0: Right. That, like, there's no hard rights in this relationship. There, there should
1: be like, something spontaneous, definitely. What like, what I'm saying. M- you know, Lick pu-
0: her asshole. Push
1: her against the wall and take her, you know, lightly. And then.
0: I think you give it one more chance, but I think this is over. I think you're. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. yeah try. But, yeah, doesn't sound good.
0: J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. X's secret hotline here Ooh. with Corinne Fisher. Ooh. Two Less Lonely Girls. Go find her podcast, Two Less Lonely Girls. And here's <laughs> the best way to find it: Laughable. You have a laughable app? Are you into this?
1: Uh, I yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't listen to podcasts. Okay, so but if you did, I know though, what laughable is. So you
0: could subscribe to Corinne. I like them. And get every podcast she's been on as a guest or a host. And then you can subscribe to other comics. So go to download Laughable if you don't have it already. Dude email. This is a dude email from a longtime listener and fan. Feather Feather.
2: Ooh, yeah. A dude email.
0: Feather Feather from Flyover America. I figured I'd tap into your infinite wisdom to help me out with a question I have. First off. A bit of background, I'm 24, I've been with my 24-year-old girlfriend for two over two years now, living together for over a year. We moved out of state together so I could take a better job and to be closer to her parents, whom we visit often on weekends. Things are generally great in our relationship, but her parents like me a lot. Her dad and I have similar interests, and her mom is just super sweet. Her mom has told me several times that she really hopes we stay together. Here's where it gets a bit weird. Uh.
1: It was already weird with the visits to parents every weekend when you're in your goddamn early 20s.
0: <laughs> well, he says they're in a flyover state. So I'm assuming like small town America. I kind of have a, this feels like Americana to me. I, I, I enjoy it. It's, uh, it's from another time. I feel like this email. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Shelby. This is, <laughs> I feel like we're out on the farm. You could walk to the in laws. I think
1: I'm on the fucking Z Morning Zoo. I don't know
0: what's happening. We're bringing it today, baby. Here's where it gets a bit weird. My girlfriend told me the other day that pictures of her ex keep popping up on her Facebook timeline, even though they are not friends. Okay. With a bit of snooping, she figured out that her mom is still friends with him on Facebook. This is very not leave it to. What is this from? What's this song?
1: Andy Dick show?
2: Andy Griffith. Oh, Andy Griffith. Andy yeah, Dick. Andy what Dick. am I talking yeah. about?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! This Me is like too. the new age. Andy, uh, that's why. That's why I'm Even though they're nothing alike. <laughs> nothing alike. This is like a new
0: age. Andy Griffith. Mom, what are you doing on the Facebook? <laughs> you know? With a bit of snooping, she figured out that her mom is still friends with him on Facebook and is constantly liking and commenting on his posts. What? That's bizarre. My question to you is, it's, is that not a little bit weird, especially seeing as it's been almost three years since the ex was together with my girlfriend? From what I understand, they were only together for about nine months and broke up partly because he treated her like shit. What? Wow. On top of it, he lives like a thousand miles away and probably only met her parents once or twice. Have, you any, have any of you ever run into a similar situation? The whole connection to the ex just seems kind of weird. Sincerely yours, a faithful member of the J Train fan club. What do we think about this? This is an interesting well, conundrum.
1: It's her mom, though, so it doesn't. I don't understand how that affects the relationship.
0: Um, it's just it fucking weird. It's just weird. Yeah, I think like both of us are having the same reaction, where it's like. You're f- it sounds like the relationship's great, but this is like mom Facebook stuff Yeah, is bizarre in general.
1: The mom seems too invested in, in all the daughter's relationships because sure. even like, it's just like you're that young and to consistently make comments to someone who's 24 years old that I hope you guys stay together, like mind your own business.
0: Yeah, that is a weird, I didn't even think of that. That it's is a weird. weird for the mom to like, I hope you <laughs> stay together.
1: Yeah, that's like a pr- unnecessary pressure. Yeah. It's just not her place. It feels
0: like the mom, mom is like, you know, in a lot of uh, cases, like girls will stay with guys because they're just like, I, I just got to get married. Like, it feels like the mom is that person. Yeah. This. Like the mom is just like, we need the marriage. Like, yeah, so I think nobody has been weirder about Facebook than women of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Like it is their people Magazine.
1: My, my mom, my mom. the minute I tweet something, texts me in reply. And I'm like, do you have alerts? Really? She doesn't even have Twitter. She goes on her PC Hilarious. to twitter.com <laughs> slash philanthropy gal. How crazy is that?
0: That's crazy. But that's, I mean, that's, like, my mom growing up would thumb through People magazine. Uh-huh. This is their version of that. Social media, we've all become the stars are just like us. We're all just thumbing through, <laughs> right. seeing what someone looks like on the way to throw out their laundry. Right. What does so-and-so think about Deadpool? Oh, you know, like, this is, like, what life is now. Oh, and God. I think moms and women, like, there's that age group. And I, I hate, I'm sorry to put this on women, but I see it where it's this, like, weird group that's, like, a, bu- it's the age above us. I saw it with my cousin... She was weird on Facebook, the shit they feel like they have to post to let people know. They don't know how they look on here. Right. A lot of times. Like
1: Right. Like
0: we know when we're being shitty on social media.
1: Well, and also I like when any time someone like over the age of forty makes like a very um like a like a thing about emotional thing about dating or something, mm. it's fucked up, but I'm like, no one wants to see this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one needs this. You gotta deal with it yourself. I mean, I was at the point with a cousin of mine that I had to like unfriend. Like she unfriended me and then like she couldn't handle like even jokes on there. Oh, like no, she God. like she couldn't even Handle like like sometimes I would put a joke about like someone on Facebook. I just put a joke up there and she would comment something like shitty, but also like you could tell that she was trying to ball bust me back as if I had just written this joke to her. Right.
1: (laughs) You know, and I'm like
0: and then I would write back something to make fun of her because I would be like, I guess we're ball busting now, and then it would like never end. Oh. And, it, and it turned, and I'd be like, I, I gotta get away from this. Person. I have
1: things to do today. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I got things to do. I think for this mom, she doesn't know what she looks like to other people.
1: Mm-hmm. She, if
0: I think what she, this guy needs to do is go to his girlfriend and be like, Hey, now that we know that she's commenting on your ex's thing, that's kind of weird. Um, you should talk to your mom about
1: it. Yeah, it's more of an issue between the daughter and the totally. mom. Yeah. And also, in the mom, the only thing I can think of is in the mom's defense: is moms don't usually have a lot of friends on Facebook, so yeah. she's probably like, "Oh, this is just someone I know. Sure, I can comment." Yeah, she sees this as a Facebook person. Mm-hmm.
0: That, that's the thing: the worlds have not combined for them. <laughs> you know, they they don't think of the internet world being with their real world. Right? We live in that world. We live where I literally. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm sure. You probably do something similar. When you see someone, you're like, and they mention something in their life and Mm -hmm. they post it on Instagram stories or on Facebook. I always go, Oh, I saw it.
1: Yeah, me too. And I'll be
0: like, Oh, happy birthday. Saw that you had a birthday. Yeah. Saw you were traveling somewhere. I'll mention what's going on online to someone when I see them in person. Mm -hmm. I don't think moms do that. Right. I, I think moms are like, That's the internet. That's how it fucking goes over there. I am another person over here.
1: Mm, interesting. So I think
0: the dog. you gotta talk to the the your girlfriend, just be like, hey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nut up and fucking talk to your mom.
1: Yeah. It's just a strange thing. Her mom the mom needs to stop meddling, and it's better to, have, to handle that in your early twenties, otherwise it's gonna go on forever.
0: J Train at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. This is a weird one. I don't know if I want it's a hypothetical. We got a sponsor though. Okay. I love a good sponsor. You know why I love this sponsor? Why? They've made your life easier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Harry's Razors. Mm. You, there was a time where you, let me take you back to a time of your, okay? Let's go back. <laughs> back in time. You'd go to the, you'd be like, I got a big meeting today. Oh, you look in the, you take a shower, you look in the mirror, you'd be like, oh, the face looks like shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I need a shave. Go into that little, Vanity, you open it up. <gasps> I'm out of razors. I forgot to go to the store. <laughs> I forgot. Right. I guess I'll just go to the interview now. Now you go to the interview. You're like, it's just a little scruff. You show up. The guy looks at you and goes, couldn't even shave. <laughs> you walk out. It starts raining. Your suit gets all, your interview suit gets all wet. A car drives by. Huge puddle gets splashed on you. Some guy pushes you out of the way. Out of the way! Your wallet falls out of your hand down the sewer. Now you don't have a wallet. You can't even get home. Ten years later, you're a prostitute. (laughs) You're sucking dick because you couldn't get home. All because you didn't shave for that interview.
1: You're a male prostitute.
0: Male fucking (laughs) prostitute. Gigolo. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. That's it. You went to that interview and you didn't get the job, lost your <laughs> wallet. All life would have been different. Now flash forward, you got Harry's razors. They'll deliver the razors to you. Listen, they got a great product. I'm not saying anything about the product that the product's good, but you all razors are good. <laughs> They're all fucking good. Is that in the ad copy? No, but I'm telling you right now, they're all fine. (laughs) Everything is fine. Mm -hmm. But what the fuck is going to be right in your vanity when you need it? Harry's. Mm -hmm. Make the mailman work for you. Stop going to CVS. Stop going to Walgreens. You don't need that trip anymore. Mm -hmm. We're done, people. Live in the now. 2018. You get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle. Five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel travel blade cover. There it is. Mm -hmm. See, this is what Harry's does. Harry's is a drug dealer. They're going to give you a little taste of the goods Uh and then they're so confident that their razors are as as good if not better than whatever the fuck you're using that you're going to Buy in for more. Mm -hmm. And here's why you'll buy in for more because Papa JT just told you about that whole interview story where you're sucking dick. Now, these razors are always there for you because they come on a monthly basis. You plug and play. You put in the date you want it. Listeners of my show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash JTrain. It's a $13 value. It's the trial set that gets you involved and then every month, you can sign up on their website, Razor, 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 and you ain't sucking dick. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Make sure you go to Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Pay me by buying the Razors.
1: And my friend Katie works there.
0: Help Katie and Jared. <laughs>
1: She really likes working there.
0: Well, this is an interesting email. We talked about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I went to camp with the guy who started that company.
1: Oh. so Jewish Jew- camp? Jews. Yeah.
0: Jews by by just chance.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: wasn't, we, didn't, we weren't davening.
1: Mm-hmm. There
0: wasn't, you know, <laughs> prayer service. It just happened to be 95% Jewish. <laughs> it wasn't because it was like, right. come all Jews, you know. Right too heavy to be thrown around
1: oh my that's the email that we're reading yeah
0: Oh no. hey Jay avid listener and follower here keep up the good work feather feather I've been dating my boyfriend oh it's a lady email
2: <laughs>
0: I gotta say Shelby has been on today Shelby you're killing it today grazie it's, 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 it's just just crushing it today. I've been dating my boyfriend for a year now, and things are going great. When we met, we had just gotten over a bad breakup, and I had just returned from a two-week trip to Africa, so breakup skinny plus parasite skinny meant I was looking capital G-O-O-D. That's the
1: whitest thing I've ever heard. Love parasite it. skinny from Africa.
0: I love it. Uh, She's definitely white. Yeah. <laughs> now, a year later, I've gained some weight back. Weight has always been a struggle for me. About five years ago, I did drop a significant amount of weight and have been able to keep it off. Still, anytime I gain some weight, I worry it will all come back. Yeah. Listen, I'm a, I hear you, sister. Uh, on top of not feeling my sexiest, something embarrassing has been on my mind. I'm legitimately concerned that if I gain t- too much weight, my boyfriend won't be able to pick me up anymore. I know that sounds ridiculous, but, but it's fun being small and thrown around in bed. It's not fun being heavier than your boyfriend's P.R., PR. Uh, personal rep?
1: Personal resistance. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is that like a weightlifting term?
1: I would think it is, but I don't know.
0: Someone's gonna tweet me about this. Yeah. PR. Look up PR something. I don't know. Oh, it's public related. My boyfriend is six three, two hundred pounds. Uh huh. It's a big okay. guy. Moderately good shape, but does outside uh, does a uh, moderately good shape but does outside sports for exercise, not a gym rat. I'm five three. And right now, tipping the scales at one thirty-three.
1: Oh my God, that's tiny! I'm also five three, and I uh, uh, and I weigh much more than that.
0: Really? Yes. Oh, so she's. <laughs> You've talked on the podcast about dealing with your own weight issues and insecurities. I'd love your perspective on this issue. Also, I'm 30, so this is not an instance of getting more comfortable with your body with time. Thanks. Hashtag judgment-free zone.
1: Oh, well, it's also... That's why she's gaining... That's why it's going to be harder to keep the weight off because 30 is like the marker, especially for me, like when you really like have
0: to... Oh, yeah, it's tough.
1: I spend so much time in the gym for a mediocre body. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah.
0: I, I, uh, I think for her... This is like all mental stuff, too.
1: I understand what she means. It's, it's nice to feel a little, but like mm. you, she's so far off from not being able to be lifted by her boyfriend, who sure. is so much bigger than yeah. her.
0: I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, the, her, her worry is more like the worry that, you know. She has
1: former fat person syndrome.
0: Sure. I think what and I was I tweeted this the other day. And I'll say this to her. When I'm walking in the gym, I'm like, fuck, you're fat, you're gross, you got to be here every day. The minute I get done at the gym, I'm like, you Adonis, take the week off.
1: I saw that on Twitter.
0: Yeah, that is me to a T. And I think for her, what she needs to do, and I and I need to do this. Like I, I think this helps me personally. It might help her. Mm-hmm. She looks great. She looks fine. Her boyfriend's not unattracted to her boyfriend's into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So get that out of your mind as much. And I know that's harder to do than it is for me to say.
1: It's I, nice to hear from a male host though. Cause g- gals always like, you know, give each other like pats on the back. Sure. And, but I like, I think like it, it's to hear from a Like we know you don't, most times you don't care. <laughs>
0: we don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, and also for her, we're not, we're also not doing, I've never done the thing where I'm like, you said this in the beginning of the podcast, but I've never done that for someone I've dated. Where I've been like looking at an old picture mm-hmm. of us, right, harkening back to what we used to look like, right. You because know, we like, only do
1: that to ourselves. Yes, you've looked at an old picture of yourself and gone, "Damn, I used to look so much better," sure, right? Sure, but I've never yeah. done that
0: to someone I'm with, right? Like I've never been like, "Oh, remember the good old days?" Me neither. Of that you know, you know what I mean? Me neither. Yeah. So, so like for her, he isn't looking at a picture of you post Africa, gone. Oh, man, those Zimbabwe days are gone. <laughs>
1: you know? Like, right. So uh, get that out of your head. Those Zimbabwe... Wait, <laughs> that sounds like a song. Those Zimbabwe days are gone. Yeah, yeah. It's a musical. Elton John.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, man, I I, I miss that Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbadi. <laughs> oh, that Zimbuti used to be so...
1: I'm actually mad at you for saying that.
0: Zimbudi... <laughs> You, what she needs to do. If I were her,
1: mm-hmm.
0: get on a schedule. Get on a schedule. Get to the gym, um, and you know, I would get to the gym. I would try to get to the gym three days a week. Like, or even look
1: for like a new class. Like that is helpful for me. Like yes. I started going to Soul Cycle, which I know, I know, I didn't want to be that person, but goddamn, is that fun!
0: It's great. Love I'm a group so fitness, fun. <laughs> love a group fitness class. Yeah, I think like I'm gel I I I'm like uh, I get like made fun of a lot for like I'll do a lot of like New Monday, New Me. Uh huh. Never drinking again. New gym. New eating routine. But I think the best part about New Monday, New Me, is that you get a little bit excited about like the prospects of of changing stuff.
1: Oh, I always do so much on Mondays, and then so by much. Friday, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm already planning on, like going to McDonald's. Yeah,
0: I'm in a dumpster pizza <laughs> on my cheek. Yeah, game over. But something might stick. Right. Something from New Monday might make it to Friday. That's the exciting thing. So for her. Take this Monday, today's Tuesday, this came out. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, you know, let's make Wednesday through Friday, you know, let's get to a Friday. Yeah. Yeah get to the gym and, and I think you'll mentally feel better if you're scheduled instead of like oh I went to the gym once last week I went. Let, let's take a month where you get to the gym three times a week
1: well yeah and it, like set small but reasonable goals that's, that's what I'm saying from, that's from yeah. Jordan Peterson said that I know so it could, could, could be controversial but uh, yeah and so if you just like incorporate like one or two extra workout days to like whatever your schedule is right now and also like on Amazon I got one of them they sell like really cute like workout calendars yeah. really cheap like 12 what you, what's bucks? a workout calendar so it's just a calendar but it's like you chart on it every day, so I think visually seeing, see like looking at a, like a piece of paper and seeing the X's when you worked out. Totally. I think a visual really helps you go because sometimes you think you're working out a lot, and then you look at it and you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing as much as I thought I was doing because totally. I'm I'm thinking about it more than I'm actually doing it.
0: If you have that calendar <laughs> with the X's, like even a list that you cross off shit off a list yeah. feels good. Yeah, J Train Podcast at gmail J Train Podcast at gmail Corinne Fisher, at Philanthropy Girl on Twitter, gal, and gal <laughs> at Philanthropy Gal on Twitter and Instagram, Two Less Lonely Girls on iTunes, Laughable, wherever you find your Spotify. podcast, Spotify. Let's do one more email, then we'll go to the news. Okay. Okay. I like this one. Okay. Engaged X won't stop spamming me. Ooh. I like this theme of X's out of the woodwork.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Hello, dear wizard of weddings.
1: Yes. You're the wizard of weddings?
0: Wizard of weddings, the wizard of Haas. But you've
1: never been married.
0: I go to a lot of weddings. (laughs) (laughs) Female email here. Oh, cute. 24 and a 768 on the area code method, which both men and females can use. You know the... We have a rating system here on the podcast.
1: Oh, okay. What can you explain this to yes, me? Yes.
0: It's an area code method. Okay. Face body personality.
1: Oh, I remember this from last time.
0: Seven six eight. She's face, giving face
1: body personality. She's giving
0: herself a seven six eight.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I'm sure her
0: body's better than a six because
1: Ooh. women
0: don't give themselves like enough credit. Seven, six, eight, this is a hot woman. I dated a guy for two years when I was 19 until 21. We both were in college during the time, lived together for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. They lived together. Okay. Judging. I broke up with him, but here's the kicker. For the last two years, he's been texting me, spam calling me at least two times a month, and he's engaged. What do I do? I haven't told the girl because I don't want to interfere, but I'm tempted to say something because mostly... Mostly because I'm pissed he keeps calling. I blocked him before, but he uses his friend's phone to call me and will still email and is even more persistent then. Should I let her know? Should I tell him to get the fuck out and get a restraining order? Totes preach Attaches a screen recording of his spamming. What do you mean a screen recording? She sent a video. Ooh. Oh, shit. It's her scrolling down the screen of their texts. This is so, the world we live in right now. We are in the future. It's crazy. Uh-huh. She's scrolling through texts that he sent. It's a lot of fucking texts.
1: And does she reply at all? Can
0: you just let me know, and oh my God, I forgot to say. Like, I gotta show this to you. This is crazy. Remember we read the news story, Shelby, of the woman texting seven six uh, 650 times? Yeah. This is like on that level. Let me go from the beginning. So we are start at the beginning. Hi, sorry again. Just been in much shit. Uh, also going to Vegas for your birthday. Can you talk really fast? Can we talk It's Super Important? Like, honestly? She doesn't answer. Can we talk in Super Important? Like, honestly? Still hate me? Can we talk? Can we talk today actually?
1: What says, like, honestly?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is weird. Can we talk today? actually have something really important, and I want to see when I can finally give you your things. Give you your things? They've been broken up for... He's engaged. (laughs) What's he telling his new fiance? Oh, these are just like another chicks.
2: That's goodwill time, buddy.
0: Yeah, right? Right? Can you... Well, I know what he's doing. Please, when you get up... When are you up next? Are you coming this weekend? Must be like for an alumni. Let me know. Washed all your shit and want to give it back. The give it back move is... Nobody should fall for the, I want to give your shit back.
1: Oh, I've tricked so many people with give it back. You have?
0: (laughs) When you want to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Don't fall. Stop it. Yeah. Your shit is gone. Yeah, your old sweatshirt, it looked like shit on you anyways. Get it the fuck out.
1: Right. Give it back is harder now because I have a doorman.
0: Here's when he really gets, uh, he wrote, dude. (laughs) That's hot to write to a girl. (laughs) Can you just answer so we can end this? It's ended. You are engaged. (laughs) Dude, can you just answer? Like, I just want to get my want my shit and to give you yours. Is that hard to ask? Dude, can you just answer?
1: I mean, he could really. Can like, you just let he had me know? If expensive, he could really want it.
0: How about this? Here's a text. <clears throat> can you just let me know? And oh my god, I forgot to say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so what does she do?
1: <clears throat> I mean. She could try mailing his stuff back to him, if he if it's really stuff based. I mean, there could be something he really wants, but other than that, I would just say uh, I would reply with, "You have to stop texting me, otherwise, she, I'm going to tell your fiance."
0: She did reply. <clears throat> Is it about my things? And he wrote, "Yes, and mine. That's not important." She wrote, "That's not important because you've said you don't care about the uh, the book. It's a book. Get Kindle, man. What the fuck."
1: Maybe and, it's like a first edition.
0: And sunglasses case. It's not even the sunglasses.
1: Oh my god.
0: And I said to donate my jackets to charities. <laughs> she wants out. Yeah. What do you think?
1: <clears throat> well, like I said I was like if, like she can like mail his stuff like yeah. whatever. That's if it's a book in a sunglass case that should be for fi- sure. $5 shipping. Yeah. And <clears throat> And then after that, you I'd be like, you have to stop contacting me. Otherwise, I'm going to tell your fiancé and also get a restraining order against yeah. you. Yeah, and then you That's stop it. answering. And then you have to stop answering. And it's over. Because every time they get an answer, it's like, oh my – it's like doing – it's like they huffed glue yeah. or something. Sure. And, and yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You've given them new life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I will also say this. You are a female emailer. You're 24. You dated from when you were 19 to 21, and you lived together for a year and a half. This guy – needed you probably and it seems like at now seeing how he texts he lived with you because he is missing a part of his brain like he is <laughs> he's he's deficient right he needed to live with a warm body it wasn't about you he was at that age needed a mother
1: yeah i was gonna say it, was, it seems like she mommed him
0: exactly so now right now he's trying to get back and have your love still while with his engage you know this person's Engagement is fucked. His relationship with you is fucked. So get as far away from this person as possible. Mm -hmm. He will never stop. And you got to, with guys especially, you have to stab them in the heart. You have to literally take the wooden, you know, stake and Mm -hmm. put it right the fuck through his heart. And you have Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, you fucking asshole, cut the shit. I don't care about my stuff. Give me an address to mail your stuff to. Mm -hmm. We will never speak again. Mm Mm-hmm. Boom. J train at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. Let's do some news. You ready, Shelby?
2: All set. Let's do it. So, are you a fan of the Dave Matthews band at all?
0: So, I am a Dave Matthews band fan. I think they get too much shit. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Matthews band is a fun band. I love their Pandora station.
1: Pandora.
0: I, I'm still on Pandora. Jesus Christ! I'm even paying for it,
1: Jared. Yeah,
0: because I pay for my artists. I pay I for am. my
1: Spotify. Well, I'm, not I'm, a in, Spotify the guy, I'm so, in the now,
0: guys. So okay. Well, are you a Dave Matthews fan?
1: Yeah, that's my guiltiest pleasure. It's a it's a secret. It shouldn't be a guilty pleasure. It doesn't. It's not on brand for me. You know, I'm a I, Marilyn I, Manson. I can't be having Dave Matthews Band mixed in there too. See, this doesn't is,
0: work. But I'm saying here's what I understand what you're saying. Right? I don't
1: ever make fun of them. I'm not like trying to like. I'm not like making fun of them and going home and listening to them. I just don't. It's, I don't respond. To I Dave think Matthews the fans
0: questions. are worse than the artist.
1: Though that's a hundred percent true. So that
0: the fans were so bad. It's like the Fish. the music
1: is good. Fish, it is good. I'm saying fish. Mm-hmm. People don't hate fish. People hate fish fans. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Dave Matthews. You don't hate Dave Matthews.
1: Oh, he's so lovable. I you hate, hate him. Yeah, you
0: hate his fans, and I get that. Shelby, what's going on with Dave?
2: Nothing's going on with our boy Dave. But okay, good. Boyd Tinsley.
0: Now Boyd Tinsley is the is the violinist.
2: The black violin. <laughs>
0: yeah, we <laughs> we're literally what he's known by yeah. by every white Dave Matthews boy, band fan.
1: Well, there only are white Dave Matthews band fans. <laughs> Anytime a white so.
0: person goes, I have a black friend, they mean Boyd Tinsley <laughs> from Dave Matthews <laughs> band. You know, the violinist. That's my boy. Oh, God. I, I can talk about it. I got a black friend. It's oh, Boyd my God. So what's Boyd up to?
2: Boyd has allegedly been doing a little sexual harassing.
1: Has <laughs> yes, he? In your voice is amazing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shelby. Yeah.
2: Uh, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Seattle musician James Frost Wind. What? Okay. Is accusing Tinsley of assault, harassment and long-term grooming.
0: Long-term Wait a minute. So he's is boyd gay? gay?
2: Looks it, like he's he's on the down low. He's in the oh, closet, yeah. Wow. Oh, this just Oh, this got a new level.
0: Jucey. Mm. Jusse is uh Boyd's mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, Now I have the article pulled up. Um yeah. it, it's saying that he's He's being sexually flirting with verbal sexual comments, physical touching and sexting, as well as participating in creepy sex based behavior.
2: Oh. Boyd. Yeah, he like woke he was he has a home (laughs) recording studio and he woke up and the guy was like masturbating in front of him and
1: woke up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he fell asleep. Apparently.
0: Oh my god.
1: And that sounds like some cosby shit. You don't do
0: well, it. He just falls asleep. Nothing is better than reading someone's sex yeah. in a court document yes. because they never connect
1: yes. to
0: being sexual. Here's what Boyd wrote. You're such boner material. And I want you at your best. I'm actually masturbating to the thought of your shots.
1: Come shots.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Not like boner material. <laughs> That's the most creative he can get? Boyd ain't writing I was like, songs. he's not the writer
1: for Dave Matthews fan,
0: yeah. <laughs> he has a, oh, here's his, he had a statement. I need to take a break from the band and touring to focus on my family and my health for a while. Tinsley, who shares two children with wife Emily. Ooh.
1: Why does he say shares two children with wife who just has two children with her? Is it, are yeah. they divorced?
0: Maybe they're, oh no, they're wife. I yeah, miss you right. guys and my brothers in the band, but I'm somewhat worn out. He's worn out
1: from all that, from masturbating. All that, yeah.
0: <laughs> from all that boner material <laughs> and need to spend time with my family and to bring more balance to my life. Thanks for your love. Peace, hashtag peace and love. Oh, he has a lot of gifts to buy that wife. <laughs> it has a it's a long shopping list. You know what's funny about this story is like, there's all this talk right now about like separating the artist from the art. Right. Like, does someone
1: listening to this, like, how do you... Like, uh, they're just going to edit Bo- out the violin parts yeah. of all Dave Matthews tracks. So wait, isn't there a violin solo? Can't listen to it. Fast forward. You gotta, Otherwise, you're part of the problem if you're not fast forwarding.
0: Th- this part we can't even listen to.
1: Yeah, come on. We're complicit, Shelby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> so you'd be at the concert and you'd be like, uh, I can't have it. The- no, 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 we can- <laughs> no. Me too! Me too! Me too! too. (laughs) Turn it down! We can't have this! We'll just
1: boo during it. Boo!
0: (laughs) Boo! Boo! Boo. Bring back Dave! (laughs) (laughs) We don't want no more violin solo.
1: (laughs) This isn't. He was my favorite member of the band. Right?
0: (laughs) America's black friend, Boyd Tinsley. No, boo!
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I
0: just, I just love the idea that, like, you, you hear that, uh, like, that violin. You're like,
2: oh, got a little awkward. <laughs> this isn't boner material for me. And he's, like, twice the guy's age. So that's why it, the, the grooming thing.
1: Oh. What do you the,
2: mean? Boy, how, one, how old is boy? The one guy's 28. Oh. 54.
1: yeah, that's not a big deal though. Twenty-eight, and then, and then yeah,
0: twenty-eight. You can make your own decision. If he was seventeen,
1: we'd have a we'd have a talk.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel bad for Dave. And
1: twenty-eight in the gay world is like hundred and five. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is an old gay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's in a that, senior it, citizen's that's, home.
0: That's a lot of rings on the tree. <laughs> Let's do another story.
1: Oh God, I
0: got this
2: one. Uh, you got another story, Shelby? I have a little bit of an update to the. Nikki Bella, John Cena. Okay, so Nikki oh, Bella. Yes. And are you a fan of this relationship? Do you uh, know what's going I don't, on?
1: I don't feel either way about the relationship, but I I saw John Cena in um uh, a restaurant in Times Square one hmm. time. So Planet Hollywood, in fact. Wait a minute, what? Why does, I, didn't, I was confused why John Cena was eating at Planet Hollywood. Like he
0: was having like a salad?
1: Yeah, because I used to go like during the week, like in the middle of the day on like a Monday when I was in college with my uh, first boyfriend. We thought it was funny to be tourists. Sure. And I also like really liked the food at Planet <laughs> you Hollywood. You did? Yes so he would go and so no one was there and I guess he just went because he was in the area and no one was there and maybe he also likes the food at Planet Hollywood I guess so that's such a weird sighting yeah I don't know he just seemed nice good vibes it would would
0: think to me to me it would be like John Cena would be like that's where celebrities go (laughs) <laughs> like He was like so new to celebrity that he was like, I guess I go to Planet Hollywood now?
1: He could be. And he's funny, too. I like him.
0: I do like John Cena as a character. I like him in movies. Yeah. Um, so basically, him and Nikki Bella broke off their engagement. That's where we left it, right? Yeah. And what's going this on now? This was a,
2: a while ago. Okay. So he was on a Today Show... Apparently, he like confessed his love to her. Uh, that he wants to still marry her and have kids. Not to on her, the Today Show. Just in an interview with like Hoda and Kathy Lee. Oh, See, I don't we'll buy it.
1: it. They're always drunk.
2: Yeah,
0: but they, the, I, I don't think the wine's real. I I've been on that segment of the Today Show.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't even know they were drinking wine. I thought they were just coming to work. Drunk. Oh, they're,
0: yeah, they're just coming. <laughs> they're drunk on other things like uh, anti anxiety pills. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I just thought they couldn't handle life anymore.
2: <laughs> I mean, what? I understand.
0: Yeah, I mean. But <laughs> there's, have I ever told the Kathy Lee story? Me too. <laughs> Should I tell it? I don't. I haven't been on back on the show since something happened.
1: Oh, I would love to know this.
0: So I went on the show. I used to do the guy tell all segment.
1: Oh wow. Okay, oh. and
0: it would be like it's the worst segment in TV because it's four men who want to be seen, want to be funny, want to be you know whatever, and it's giving advice to women. Mm-hmm. So it's like women being like, "What do I do?" You know, some woman on the street would be like my husband uses the remote too much. And you're like, well, and you got to come in and be funny and on. And it's four, pe- they have four men during three minutes of airtime.
1: Oh, wow. So
0: everyone, it's as if, you know, to bring back the John Cena reference, is as if we're in a match where the, the the championship belts hung above the ring. Right. We're all just trying to grab at the belt.
1: Were you all comedians or there were some regular dudes there?
0: Three. So it would be like Chuck Nice uh-huh. is always on it. Okay. And then it would be, who's been on this show, super funny. And then I'd be on it. And then it'd be like Bob the Bachelor. And then who was like former Bachelor contestant and, or the former Bachelor. And then- it would always be like a rando fourth chair. Oh, God. <clears throat> and they were promoting something. Lord so Almighty. I, what happened was on this, I would go on. And the first time I went on, I bombed because I didn't know to talk. Like yeah. they'd come to me and I'd be like, I don't know. Like you have to come on and just go. Right. You can't breathe. That whole three minutes is a sprint. It's uh-huh. not a marathon. There's no pacing. You go on, you just talk as much as possible. You seem
1: like you would be great at that.
0: I So the second time, yeah. I had a great time. I like killed it. I was like taking question. You know, I was jumping out. I had bits worked out. I was jumping out in front of questions, doing, you know, whatever. So then I kind of got the rhythm of it. So mm-hmm. then they started having me back a couple times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> so when you go on, you're on. Like yeah. you have to really fucking bring it. So
1: I feel the energy now.
0: Now I'm like getting in. Into- <laughs> so one, the
1: last time I went,
0: they had this. So the fourth chair was inhabited by. You can look at it, look him up, Shelby. He was the guy that was on American, or not American Idol, America's Got Talent, and he was like the young crooner. Do you remember this guy? He was the young kid who was mm-hmm. Italian, and he would do like old Sinatra songs. I vaguely know
1: who you're talking about. Do you know about. what I'm talking about? But yes. then
0: he created... Oh. They created this whole character around him where he would start talking like he was from the 50s. No, oh, like, And he was 20. So he'd be like, Oh, I got a girl. Put her in the back of my Chevy and we'll go out to Lookout Point. And he'd be like, What fucking era are you from? Like, who are you talking... And then he had a cousin Sal. You got to look up the cousin Sal, Shelby, because the, it was...
1: Who thought that was a good idea, marketing wise?
0: Cousin Sal was was a big, fat Italian guy with a cut off shirt, walking around with a cigar in his mouth.
1: Ooh! If
0: anyone, if it was any other ethnicity, race, religion, whatever it is, it would be racist. Right. They're doing a cartoon, right? Sal would be like, "I'll off him for you." Yeah. And it's like, "No, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. You're not you're not in the mob." That's so corny. Okay. It is so corny, okay. and they played up this whole thing for America's Got Talent. Do you have any soundbite, Shelby, of the, the them doing this? So they played this whole thing up, and he was like getting in. So they have to. So it's on NBC. So they're promoting America's Got Talent while doing the guy's tell-all. So they put. So after I've figured out this whole strategy to go on and be on the whole time, yeah, they keep directing everything towards, you know, fucking obese Sinatra. So so I keep getting like I'm like, F- you got this, Shelby. This is him. Up until a few years ago, I barely sang happy birthday out loud. Like, he even talks. And even then, my parents would come knock on the door. He's 20. He He's not 50. Oil. Yeah. Money here. I think your hair could be a little shorter. over Yeah. Here's the Italian sure mom. Enough, my cousin be Sal, the between the singing waiting. and his personality, it just shows his very... Of-
2: oh, my God. That guy you're referring to is Big Tommy? Big Tommy, yeah. He was there at the taping. Yeah, you just take these shades and the the leather jacket. Unbelievable. He looks...
0: They look crazy. So we go on the show, and I'm, like, trying to get into it, but they they won't let me in. I'm getting boxed out by not only, you know, Cousin Sal, whatever the fuck, you know... Big Tommy. Big Tommy. (laughs) Yeah. But also Hoda and Kathy Kathy Lee are also trying to get it to him because they're being told, we gotta promote fucking America's Got Talent. Yeah. So during the commercial... They're even talking. So we go to commercial. They're only talking to him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I am still on. and I'm trying to get involved in this in whatever way I can because I want to get followers out of it. I want to get because you do these for free, too. Mm -hmm. So he goes, she goes, oh, you're 20 years old. And he goes, he goes, I turned 21 in August. And bless you. I was like, I'm gonna sneeze in the middle of your story. (laughs) I thought you said it sounded like it it sounded like you're like something smells, and I was like, oh, do I stink? No, Um, I'm gonna sneeze. So he goes. So Kathy Lee's like, you're 20. This is so crazy. He goes, I'm turning 21 in August. Oh my god. And then Kathy Lee goes, I'm turning 20. uh, No, I'm my birthday's in August too. So then I pipe in. I go, look at that, couple of kids turning 21. Uh huh. Kathy Lee looks at me and goes, Are you calling me old? What? And I go, what? I'm just, you know, being jokey and playful. That's like a
1: classic joke calling someone who's way older than 21, 21. That's Looking classic, good for their age. Classic, classic yeah,
0: joke. Yeah, this is like such a non-starter for me. She goes, right. you calling me old? And after see. she's missed fun yeah. with fucking Vinny the Slob Gabagoo.
1: <laughs> well, she's obviously sensitive <laughs> about the age thing.
0: Obviously. Yeah. And she looks at me, she goes, Are you calling me old? And I go, uh, Well, that's the joke.
1: (laughs) Well, that response
0: wasn't good. And then they literally go, you hear a producer go, three, two, one, and we're back. And she totally, like, switches Mm
1: -hmm. back
0: to being fun, Kathy Lee, and then we do the rest of the segment, and then I've never been on again. I think she looked at someone and was like, get them the fuck out of here.
1: Oh, yeah, you're blacklisted there.
0: Game over. I can just hope for her death. death. What are you playing, Shelby?
2: Well, uh... Back To the today show, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, this is all to say that today that code of Kathy Lee thing like, this is all produced. Cena coming on and being like, I want to marry her now, that doesn't ring true to Why me. Why did
1: they break up? Didn't he dump her?
2: Um, what e- ha- either way, they're this both pretty stupid, but okay. The Nikki Bella was then on a red carpet, mm-hmm. and a guy. Like, read her that this happened and his thing. And what did she say? Oh, so she's in. Did she want to get married? Well, the response, her response to it just sounds like an adult celebrity version of, like, a problem two emailers might be having. So like, let's hear it. Yeah. John was just on the Today Show, and he was yeah. talking to you. I don't, did you see it? Oh my God, no. <laughs> so he said, "I love her. I want to be with her. I want to be the father of her children." This
0: guy sounds fat. The one he reading still
2: it talked. It's all messed up.
1: <laughs> wow. Tough. Well, I'm speechless. Um, yeah, that's crazy.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: because she was freaking like cornered, and sure, she didn't, if she truly really didn't know about it, you don't want to hear about that on a red carpet. I, I can't uh, believe someone didn't like. You're tweet right. her or text her, but
0: but I I also think that that doesn't sound like someone who's going back with John. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, like like her going, that's crazy. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's no. not like, oh, we're finally together.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, maybe someone cheated or something.
0: I think some of these couples are, like, produced. I think some of these celebrities, like, they're both wrestlers. I think well, she— Well, Reese
1: Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe, like, going back, that was definitely, a, like, a produced couple. Was it? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I think well, they're both wrestlers. I think her career was upped as much as it could have. She got out of John Cena what she got. Uh-huh. And John Cena probably—it it, kind of goes back to why he'd be at Planet Hollywood. <laughs> you know? Like, he just doesn't know, what's the next move for me? yeah. He's got to start going into real, you know, mainstream celebrity chick Mm -hmm. to up his celebrity. Yeah. I think some of these people are like, I think when you get to the level of John Cena, like he's a super famous person. Yeah. He
1: has to go to Hollywood actress now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I
0: I do think that he doesn't, all his personal relationships are built around, okay, how do I get my following up? How do I get my street cred up?
1: That's just a sad way to live.
0: Well, that's our show. (laughs) Corinne Fisher, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure. All of you go follow Corinne at Philanthropy Gal. Two Less Lonely Girls. That's the new podcast. You're doing it with Rosebud Baker. Go follow, go support, get involved. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, at Jared Freed on Instagram, Jared Freed on Facebook, JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat. We'll be back next episode. Boom.